0: If the last few weeks had us feeling bad, this upcoming week invites us to start feeling bougie. Yes, the vibes are immaculate, and we are moving from the rocket blast of Aries energy into the earthy, Taurus, greener pastures. So come on now, grab your silk robes, your weighted blankets, crystals, and those succulents, people. This week, we are grounding down into our bodies we're getting ready to shift gears and we're also asking though what's really worth fighting for and what are we being called to build now Welcome to your energy report for the week of April 19th to April 25th, 2021. We're going to get into all of this, what it means for you and more. But first, hello there, you cosmic cutie. How the hell are you doing? My name is Maddie Murphy. I am your personal cosmic consultant, and we are getting ready here for another fun week packed with cosmic chaos, high vibe, hijinks, high and all sorts of planetary power for you to tap into. If you're new here, welcome. This is what I hope to be your bite-sized, digestible, no BS, minimal, mumbo-jumbo, astro rundown for the week ahead so you can hear and understand what's going on in the stars and how it affects you in your everyday life so you can live with more awareness alignment and ease all right this is your cosmic weather report i try to keep things casual easy to understand doesn't always happen but that's my intention I'm going to let you know, first and foremost, what are some of the big themes for the week. Then we're going to get into your day-by-day emotional moon report. You can get your pen and paper and personal planner, your journal out for that. And then we're going to just touch on some of the highlights. What are the big events you need to know coming up? But before I do all of that, I want to say, hi, I don't really have any formal announcements, except I love you. I appreciate you if you're here listening to this. Thank you for your ratings and reviews. They've been so fun to read. They are like giving me life. And I just love... A few of you have been sliding into my DMs or the DMs of the Cosmic Rx with little updates of what's happening for you or that you've been sharing this with your friends or a few of you were listening to this on the road trip or I got a message from someone, I believe in Oklahoma, who was planning some big life changes, moves and new job applications around the energy report. And that just makes me so freaking tickled. I love it. And yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing great over here. Fine. Just holding it together. The Aries season energy. I loved it. I appreciate it. It was like rocket fuel. And now I'm enjoying just the time of Taurus season where we get to ground down a little bit, be in our bodies, enjoy some pleasure, kind of focus on our values and building things of substance. It's like, mm, it's like sitting in the cool, luscious shade or like in a garden of earthly delights, all right? So I'm going to get into more on what Taurus season means for you, and I'm going to share some of my favorite cosmic coaching tips to think about for Taurus energy, whether it's during the season in your chart or just things you might need to hear. You can stay tuned to the Thursday episodes for that. So if you haven't, make sure to subscribe so that way you don't miss a damn thing going on over here. Okay. Pardon me. Also, if my voice is a little raspy, I really ended Aries season in such Aries fashion. We had four planets in the sign of the rambunctious Ram fiery feels fire starter this past weekend. And we had Mars and Gemini, which is a very social placement. Mars is action, how we express our energy. Gemini is probably the most social of all the signs, the connector, the messenger The Social Butterfly, and it happened to be probably my first real, like, night out, weekend out since the pandemic started, and don't worry, it was a very small, closed-off, we, a bunch of my friends rented an apartment in New York City to celebrate one of my dear friends, Kara, is getting married. And we had a bachelorette for her. Everyone was tested or vaxxed or both. And we had a blast. We dressed up like the Real Housewives of of anything, the Real Housewives. And we had a party and we danced and we did karaoke and we did all that silly, fun stuff you do when you get together with your friends, your girlfriends. And God damn, I miss that. I miss that. We stayed up till five in the morning which is approximately 19 hours past my COVID curfew bedtime. (laughs) Um, So it's been so fun. So my voice is a little raspy. For any of you who know me, I do get party girl voice pretty easily. I I always lose my voice. And I love just a late night Broadway karaoke sing-along session. We were singing Rent and Britney at like three in the morning, just, you know, four or five girls hanging out, doing what we do. So anyway, that was my Aries, Mars, and Gemini end of that season, and it just felt good. Like, I love that Aries energy. I love that Gemini energy. It's like, let's blow off some steam, right? You guys know what I'm talking about, especially my Aries and Geminis. Those are the two signs that I think I get in the most trouble with in the best way possible. So shout out to you. So enough about me, you're here for the weather report. <laughs> this would be like if the news anchor on Channel 7 just like filled you in on their whole life and you're like, uh, yeah, but like, is it there going to be a hurricane this week? Yes or no. So let's talk about it. No hurricanes coming up astrologically, not at all. This is a really, it's a delicious week, always with some disclaimers, of course, but it's going to feel good. You're going to like the way you feel this week, I think. Some of the three you know, major themes I was thinking about to share with you, first and foremost, first part of the week, I'm going to invite you to get shit done. If you've been procrastinating on something, if there's something that's been hanging over your head, there's going to be your last big kick of that Mars and Gemini energy, all right? Mars and Gemini is air energy. It moves fast. It's like a chattering. It's like those people who can talk a mile a minute, like an auctioneer. Or those rappers who can just like freestyle, like on while and Out. Remember that show? Mars and Gemini talks fast, moves fast, has a lot of energy, sometimes can be a little like anxious, which we might have been feeling. We're going to have a few days left in that in the first part of the week. So the first theme of the week is get shit done. And I'll explain why that's going to be important in a moment. Second theme for the week, and you might be like, Maddie, you are contradicting yourself, but what are we as humans if not walking contradictions? I also want us to think about starting to ground down Tapping into beauty, into luxury, getting into our bodies, slowing down in the way I know I just said, get shit done. And there's a way to do that. There's also a way to still maintain, you know, intention and dropping in and looking around you. How are your physical spaces doing and feeling? How is your physical body doing and feeling? And how can we begin to just shift, slowly shift into that? And then the third um, theme for the week is watch out. We got some mama bear energy coming through. We have some feelings of heightened awareness around protection, defending those you love, wanting to feel more secure, more stable, um, tapping into safety and really beautiful energy we're going to be tapping into. But of course, like anything, it goes better when we're aware of what WTF is happening. So last week, as a little recap before I get into the day-by-day moon energy, we had Venus move into Taurus. I believe Ariana Grande is a Venus in Taurus. Venus in Taurus is a luxury, baby. Venus in Taurus is opulence. We have Venus as the planet of love, beauty, aesthetics, values, pleasure, money, finances, moved into Taurus. And Taurus is ruled by Venus. So it's like three slot machine, you know, cherries across the board. Bing, 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 bing. We are on high Venus, undiluted, pure Venusian energy. And this is a time it kicked in last week I talked about it on the podcast, but just recapping how we're feeling. This is a time where you might want to hit up the old online shopping, fill up those carts if you can, if that's fiscally responsible for you. It's a time to treat yourself. It's a time to drop into the comforts of life. It's a time to upgrade and up level your living experience, all right? It's time to perhaps burn those sweatpants you've been wearing since March of 2020 and trade them in for some, I don't know what, maybe some silky pajama set or what do you want to wear? What feels good to you? What feels luxurious? It's a time to maybe pay attention to beauty. If there's some beauty rituals, I know we've all had to kind of scrimp on that. I was laughing last year because Venus went retrograde and it was like, we were kind of feeling the effects of it in the beginning of quarantine. And I'm like, of course Venus would go retrograde last year, last May of 2020, and you kind of feel the effects the month before. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because none of us could get our eyebrows done, our lashes done, our waxing done, our hair color done, our nails done, our toes done. I was like, it would make sense that we are at peak ratchet zone during Venus retrograde. Venus rules beauty, our physical appearance. So when Venus is in Taurus, it is time to remember the exquisite pleasure of dressing up, of taking care of yourself, of how it feels to leave a salon after a fresh cut, or a bouncy blowout, or getting your eyebrows just mm, point on fleek, as that girl said, getting the the brows on fleek. Okay, this is the time to do that. Slow down, enjoy yourself. And that was last week. Of course, I thought it was very interesting. I don't know if anybody saw the Chloe Kardashian story. Ugh, I'm of two minds on it, but it was very Venus and Taurus last week to have a huge story circulating even into like mainstream, not just like celebrity news about Chloe Kardashian. I guess like the long story short of it is that she had a picture that was leaked of her in a bikini that she didn't approve, and she thought it was unflattering. I thought she looked great. You look great, Chloe. If you're listening to this, you look fantastic. People would love to have their body look like that you are fierce you are beautiful you are goddess but the thing that i didn't like is that they went on a huge rampage the kardashians to take this picture down and chloe posted a photo about it's not fair you know it's hard to be the sister that everyone calls ugly and and um it was very beautiful it was very heartfelt but truth be told there's a whole beauty complex. We have to be aware of that. There is a whole industry that's trying to tell us that we are not perfect, that we have cellulite, that we have pores, God forbid, that we have hair on our bodies, really God forbid. And it's just important to be aware of how we're all like victims of it. Even if we don't realize it, we can really get in our psyche. And Venus energy is truly about enjoying beauty and then from the inside out, the energetics of beauty. What are the things that you do in your life to help you feel full, of vibrant, and juicy? Not When I talk about Venus and Taurus, I'm not talking about adhering to some of these weird ass beauty standards. And, you know, someone like the Kardashians, ugh, like equally oppressing themselves while also oppressing other because- Let's be honest, they've made 10, I I don't even know how much money, I think I saw an article that they have a billion dollar empire that's been built on exploiting you know, fat phobia, weird beauty standards, of course, some cultural appropriation thrown in there, diet culture, the whole thing, all those flat tummy pills. So it was weird to see someone like Khloe Kardashian. I'm like, you're on both ends of it. You're on the receiving end of it and you're also perpetrating it. So my invitation for you all with Venus and Taurus is to think about what does beauty mean to me from the inside out. What are the energetics of beauty? What does it mean to have a beautiful soul? And then how do I honor my physical self as a way to reflect that? So from April fourteenth until May eighth, here's a challenge for you. I want you to write one thing that you think is beautiful about you a day. Put it in a note section in your phone. Do it as a practice. It could be things that you find beautiful about your physical self, about your personality, about your soul. And it could also be things that you find beautiful around you that you get to appreciate and absorb and receive. And this is just a really good mindful practice about celebrating your own beauty, cultivating beauty around you, and just appreciating the many forms that beauty takes. Beauty does not have to be cookie cutter it should not be cookie cutter at all that's not beautiful beauty is eccentricity and uniqueness and things that make you stop and look and stare and beauty is also truth right like seeing something really pure is beautiful that's why babies are beautiful and sunsets are beautiful because these are just things that are pure and unfiltered and just real All right, that's my rant on beauty. And now I'm gonna get into the moon report. And I'm gonna be quick with this because I had to make that little tangent because it was coming up for me a lot this week, this concept around beauty. And a lot of my clients and people in my community were sharing that they were going through similar things. So get your pen and paper out before I get into the big transits for the week and talking about what those big themes are and how they're applying in the planets. I wanna give you your moon report. This is for you, your inner emotional weather report. The moon guides our inner world. The moon guides probably is the biggest indicator of the day-to-day feelings that we go through internally. So having a good understanding of what is happening with the moon helps us understand, you know, how we can best take care of ourselves and respond to things and center. So we have on the date of the, the, what day is this go live? The 19th, Monday. Okay, we are in moon in Cancer. And when the moon is in Cancer, this is a time where we're just feeling very cozy. We're feeling very introspective. We're feeling emotional, nostalgic. You're tender, okay? Everything is up at the surface. This is like a day to also reflect on something that maybe you'd love to do as a child or reach out to someone you love from growing up. So I want to just think about that. And then we have the moon moves into Leo. And that is going to last from the 20th, that's Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to stay there, Tuesday and Wednesday. And moon and Leo day is my invitation to you is live theatrically, live in some drama, dress up, put on something you don't normally wear. Be a little bold. Maybe post something outside your comfort zone on Instagram. I know we had some sacred thirst traps going around last week after the Pleasure for Aries season podcast. But think about that. Moon in Leo, you know, how do you want to live your life? You are the center. You are in center stage. You are the star of the show. You are the leading person in your play of your life. Act like it. Let's remember how it feels to be in the sunlight, okay? Leo is ruled by the sun, and our emotions can be like that. We can bring so much love and warmth and radiance to every space we enter, and this is your invitation those days, okay? And to just live life, make it fun, make it playful, like play dress up. Now, getting into then, we have the moon moves into Virgo. Where are all my Virgo moons at? This will last the 22nd, Thursday, the 23rd, Friday. And then it kind of goes until the afternoon of Saturday, the 24th. Moon and Virgo days, clean stuff out, declutter. It's going to feel good. Clean out that closet corner you've been meaning to. Get your email inbox filed away. Use that, especially like leading into the weekend energy so you can work hard, play hard. Do something that's been on your to-do list for a while. Check it off get it done. It's going to feel amazing. And then we have into then the rest of the weekend, we just have then The moon is in Libra, which is super beautiful, super fun. 24th, 25th. And then that leads us into the Scorpio full moon next week. But I'll talk about that on next week's podcast. That'll be the night of the 26th. So I want you to, on the 24th and 25th, do something to bring beauty into your emotional space, find balance, connect with someone you love. Maybe also Moon and Libra days are great days to dedicate time to doing something that's advocating for social justice. Libra is the scales. We know we had the atrocious act of least brutality with Dante Wright last week. If that's something that's been calling to you, maybe this is a day to donate time, money, energy to that, or another cause that's been at the forefront of your mind. Moon and Libra days and Moon and Aquarius days are days that I really try to dedicate to checking in on my sacred activism. Okay, so that's your moon report. That's the day to day. Now I'm going to wrap up by just breaking down what I meant before with those day-to-day bigger placements so i mentioned the themes for the week we have your get shit done energy we have the grounding down and then we have that mama bear energy coming through so last week we had on sunday mercury went kazimi with the sun which i'm so intrigued because at the time of recording this it hasn't happened yet but that's in 29 degrees of Aries. And whenever that happens, it's like something big or faded could happen. One of my teacher says that that's a day of, like faded words, something like infamous, a, f- a famous tagline could be said or a phrase that we repeat a lot. It hasn't happened yet. So if it do- has happened, I'm excited to to see what that may be. Then we have April 19th, Monday. Hello, Energy shift, mega energy shift, which can feel discombobulating sometimes. Okay. Mercury enters Taurus and the sun enters Taurus. So, this is like, again, we've been in the hot, hot desert, running, sweating, fighting with flamethrowers. And all of a sudden, it's like, whoop, the cord is pulled out from that simulation, or we're immediately cast into like an oasis of luscious, earthy. Venus, Mercury, Sun, in Taurus energy. Uh, there's going to feel in some ways like a slowing down, a downshifting that's happening. But truthfully, <laughs> they're moving into Taurus, which I don't know any of you who follow astrology or who went to my astrology of 2021 webinar. We know Uranus has been in Taurus for a while and Uranus is the great disruptor. And you can tell from that crazy tagline, that crazy nickname, that even though Taurus is a very stable planet, you know, Uranus is there. I and mean, when Uranus is like a table flipping, rebel, radical, wild, mad scientist meets like Mad Max, dystopian, but wanting a better future, just complete revolutionary. So uh, we can probably expect. The later part in April, we're going to have some explosive big changes. I would say, expect the unexpected is happening later. So, while this switches, though, we're going to be feeling in a sense of wanting to find more stability, more solid ground. Okay. And during this Taurus energy, we want to improve what already exists, build upon. What was that passion burning in us during Aries season? So just F around and find out what that is for you in the beginning part of this week. It's not, it's an energy of focusing on what you already have, developing the resources you already have, refining your relationships to things around you being really present to what you have around you. Maybe there's some up-leveling that happens, but also like in terms of your ideas and passions, it's like, how can you develop and grow them? And how can you work on what you've got? And how can you focus on building something that's gonna last for a while, okay? Tauruses are definitely one of the builders of the Zodiac. Just something to look out for too with Mercury and Taurus. All of our thoughts are going to slow down this week. Everything is going to be more deliberate. Mercury and Taurus, Mercury is how we communicate, think, talk, connect. And moving into Taurus, we're going to feel in the beginning part of the week a little bit more calm, cool, and collected during that versus Aries. And you might just feel inspired to like be productive. You might get a little extra boost of stamina if you felt a little all over the place during Aries season. You're going to feel like a streamlining of your energy. And there's also a lot of persistence during this transit, during Taurus energy. So you have like an extra boost of what I would call like celestial stamina, especially in the beginning part of the week. Again, honoring it's an abrupt shift okay it's like you're being shot out of the desert out of a rocket ship into a completely different earthy luscious land where everything moves slower so just honoring for you it might feel like you're hitting a wall but if you can surrender and relax into it allow it to slow you down in a good way but use the energy to still get shit done Taurus is still very deliberate Taurus is a builder Taurus is still about making things happen, but it's about quality over quantity for Taurus, okay? It's not about doing everything half-assed, it's about doing a few things really well. And we're going to look out though during Mercury and Taurus, we're focusing on earthly matters, you know, maybe we're planning budgets, making progress, fine-tuning something, being in your body, connecting, Obviously, we have to look out for being a little stubborn. We know that's kind of one of quote unquote lazy astrology associations with Taurus. It's not about being stubborn, but it's about Taurus is a fixed earth sign. So Taurus likes things the way they like them. Taurus likes to do things deliberately, slowly. Taurus likes to understand and process with all five senses something before they make a decision. So it's not about being stubborn, but Taurus teaches us to ask for permission to slow down. Everyone moves so fast in our society. We have, you know, same day shipping from Amazon. We have like, we're about 20 years into culture of instant messaging. Everything is on demand, instant. And Taurus reminds us too, that we're humans and we're in a body and that it doesn't really feel good to move so fast. So instead of thinking about, you know, Taurus as being stubborn, thinking about Taurus is our time of year where we can remember it's okay to ask just slow down. Can I think about this? Can I sleep on this? Can you explain that to me one more time? Can we talk this through again? Like it's okay to slow things down. Not everything has to be a shooting by the hip quick decision making. Okay. So That's that. Uranus is shaking things up this week. But then why I said, you know, that's the grounding down energy is the Taurus. We're dropping in. Tune into the Thursday episodes. I'm going to be guiding you through some of my favorite cosmic coaching techniques, mindset work, spiritual practices, embodiment work of, you know, how to work with that. And then why I said get shut down the beginning part of the week is April 23rd, Mars moves into cancer. So Mars is our planet of action, how we do things, how we get shit done, how we express our energy, how we advocate for ourselves, how our desire and drive and willpower is expressed. And when Mars moves into cancer, we all feel it's a little bit more watery. Again, Mars is like God of war. Mars is like heat seeking missile energy. And now you're putting it like underwater in Cancer. So you could just imagine it's not moving as fast or direct. And it's not as like it was zipping through air before in Gemini. And that's why I said, if you have stuff to get done, do it in the beginning part of the week. Because April 23rd, Mars is going to move to Cancer and we're going to feel there's still a lot of beautiful energy to tap into, but it's more inward energy now. We're focusing on our family, on our home. Mars in Cancer is about like protecting, what we love, it's not really aggressive it wants more like peace and calm, it wants things to be balanced and it wants things to feel like we're taking care of ourselves, like in our bodies people we love, we might feel emotional we feel more sensitive we want to focus on like emotional security intimate relationships, our innermost feelings, how we support ourselves, everything just goes inward, okay, it's time to think about family, uh, fertility it's a time to think about those kind of things. But please, do not, do not mistake Mars and Cancer. Some people say, it's a whole thing. They call it a debilitated placement in astrology. I struggle with that. I struggle with that because I know Mars and Cancer, again, it's that heat-seeking missile underwater. So it's not as direct as like a Mars and Gemini, Mars and Aries, Mars and Sag. But please believe there is an intensity. There is a raw power to this sign. It's just only fights for what it really believes in. And it stands up for the things that really matter. And Mars and Cancer is always mama bear energy to me. But like that mama bear energy, that's what we're tapping into. It's like, do not F with what is mine, with the people I love, with my home. I'm cool, I'm easy, I'm breezy, I wanna get along, but do not, do not come for what's important to me. And, you know, during this transit, you may feel challenged on that. You might feel something might came up that brings up these feelings for you. And with Mars and Cancer, my invitation to all of you, and this is what I'm gonna leave you on for your cosmic RX, your cosmic assignment during Mars and Cancer, is I want you to think about learning to be direct. Because cancer can be, any anytime we have cancer in our chart, I'm a cancer rising, we have a tendency to be indirect to the crab. When it's provoked, a crab moves side to side. It doesn't really move head on. And how that can manifest in our life is it could manifest when we're upset or we feel provoked or we feel unseen, unheard. We can be passive aggressive. So Mars in Cancer, um, that lasts till June 2021. It kicks off this week. I want us just to be aware of if you need something, if you feel unheard, unappreciated, you need something, please don't go into that crab shell. Don't retreat. I mean, you can retreat for a minute if you need to collect yourself, of course. But what I'm saying is don't make people guess what you're thinking. It's okay to say, Hey, this is what I need right now. Or, Hey, this was something I felt, or this is how you know this impacted me. And this is a boundary I need to set or a way I need to speak up for myself or something I need to just process and vent. It's okay to be direct. It's safe. People can handle it, especially if you do it from a place of feeling self aware and centered. Okay. So that's my Mars and Cancer. Just one thing to look out for, all right? We're gonna be honest and direct about your needs because you deserve that. People in your life deserve that. It's gonna feel really good. And it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to cry when you're mad. That's a Mars and Cancer thing. It's okay to feel everything deeply. It's just what you do with that. How do you move with that energy? That is where I'm going to leave you as a reminder. We have the moon report, the day-to-day. That's your inner world. Then we have some big transits coming up. We are getting shit done in the beginning part of the week, y'all. We are being practical, pragmatic, getting things done. We are grounding down. We are shifting gears. We are connecting to what we already have, our body, beauty around us. We're making that Venus and Taurus list of what we think is beautiful from the inner and outer world. And then we are connecting into some Mars and Cancer, protecting what's ours, meditating on security, stability, being aware of that mama bear energy, and of course, practicing being direct and advocating for ourselves. All right, that's where I'm going to leave you. I appreciate you beyond what measly words can express. Tune into Thursday's episode. I'm excited to talk all things Taurus. I'm going to be sharing a few things from my toolkit that I work on with my clients, my cosmic wellness, cosmic empowerment tips. And if you haven't, leave a rating and review. We're going to be picking people to win an Oracle deck, one a month. We're going to be picking from the ratings and reviews. It's called Notes from My Higher Self. And it's an amazing deck. And it's super fun and sassy. And it just, it's it's a blast. And we're really excited to give that away to someone. The last thing I'll say is come find me if you want. At I am Maddie Murphy at The Cosmic Rx. Let me know what's going on. If you're feeling any of these energies, how they're manifesting for you, what you're going through, or just drop in and say, hi. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up? Hello. Okay. So go forward. Slay this week, my cosmic baddies, arms with all of this astro information to keep you in alignment. And of course, stay cosmic. All right. Love you all. Bye. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional, international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.